Okay, so welcome back for the third installment of our weekly NFL Pick'em. Three foot of money this time. I think I remember talking last week, uh, Al, that uh, I said our picks varied so wildly from one another that this week might make a break who leapfrogs the other for, uh, for, for the standings over the course of the season. That is, that is correct. See, you, after the, after, 100% said that. Yeah, after, week. after week one, we were within a game of each other. Um, and then after week two, where I so boldly predicted I would get 14 out of the 15 right, I went four for 11, and you went 13 and two. So as the season stands right now, Al, with the comfortable lead, 22 and nine, I've fallen back by 10 games, 12 and 19, but I did get out of the loser column on the locks. Thank you, Atlanta. What do the locks give you? The locks should give you like two points or something, right? They should give you like two wins. It should really that, count as two. Okay, really that, that's two. fair. Let's think, count them as two. I think at the end of the season, when we look back on this, I think it's just going to be um, a litmus test of you know, uh, our, our <laughs> predictions over the course of a season for every team, but for the ones we feel really good about, if, if we don't have at least a 500 record of the, of the locks, we're doing something wrong. <laughs> something when it's all good. said and done. You have, yeah, I mean, you have these obviously pre-recorded, before, I mean pre-recorded, recorded before the games, so... Recorded before know. the games, and also recorded when the lines are still very young. A lot yes. of things can happen... <laughs> Uh, for the Sunday games, a lot of things can happen on the Friday practice that we have no idea about. Like, thank God today, well, thank God, but uh, not thank God, but today, DeMarco Murray hurt his hamstring in practice. If we had done this last night, that might have been All a quick factor. Quick fantasy, quick fantasy. Ryan Matthews is out there, should I get him? With DeMarco Murray hurting his hamstring, let me just throw out a scenario to you and see if you can uh, pick up what I'm dropping here. What if... Ryan Matthews looks really good. I could see that. <laughs> I mean, he got like what one carry last weekend, so you couldn't really tell. And the uh, the Philadelphia line looks really bad. But what if he looks really good? But what if the Philadelphia line looks really bad because of the running back? Like, I really believe in pride running backs who just kind of do their own thing because they think they got it like that, which most running backs should think that they got it like that. Otherwise, why are you a running back, right? But then that could be thrown in Ryan Matthews' face because if you really believe that you got it like that, then why are you signing with Philadelphia knowing that they're going to give DeMarco Murray every single chance he can get? Well, I mean, Ryan Matthews knows what he is. You know, he's, I think he's tempered. And you, you know, you throw him in there now. I mean, hamstring injury. It's not even confirmed yet if he'll be out or whatever. No, no. He just had to leave a, practice he's a, early. He, he, he's a follow the scheme kind of guy, and that's really what you need. Like, yeah, they got Demarco Murray. It was kind of like that. And I felt like it was more of like an emergency move because Demarco Murray is like, if he wasn't before, he is now like a pride running back. Like. Arian Foster is a pride running back. Adrian Peterson, pride running back. You know, they don't need a scheme. Just give them the ball. <laughs> Just give them the ball and block as best you can. Let them do the rest. Or would you rather have the angry running back? Which brings us 
to our first matchup of the week. <laughs> Thursday night football. Our Washington Redkin, Redskins yes, at the, the New Redskins. York Giants. New York Giants favored by three and a half points. You already know who I'm going with. We're going with the Redskins. Offensively, I have really no concerns because of what they did against the past two weeks' respective uh, defenses that they played against, you know, the Rams and the uh, Dolphins. And then defensively, like, I think it'll be a challenge, but more so it'll be a mental challenge for them. They're good enough to beat the Giants. I mean, let's face it, and the Giants are not really a bad team. I mean, everybody talks about Dallas is 2-0, and um, but they almost beat them outright had they just, you know, I don't know, milk the clock. Isn't that what they needed to do <laughs> at week one? So that's why I mean, these are, these, are like, these are like <laughs> champions do this in their sleep, you know what I mean? And, and they just haven't done that two weeks in a row. So, you know, people are expecting them to come out hungry. I was expecting them to come out hungry against Atlanta, and they did it and then didn't finish. So I'm looking more so like, oh, you ran, ran up against a team that is actually better than you. And uh, we're going to go ahead and take this victory at home because we're due and uh, we're tired of getting pushed around <laughs> by the Giants. I mean, let's face it, the, the Redskins are not going in there thinking like, oh, man, do we have a chance? Like they know they're bigger. They know they're more physical and uh, they just got to show up. That's all it is. So take them with ease with the points. Okay. <clears throat> so last week I said I would most happily take the L in this contest to take a W in real life. And while I'm seriously not trying to unjinx them, um, I'm going to go with the Giants against my heart. Because if this were reversed and it was the Giants who did, who did what we've done this year so far and we've done what the Giants did, which was give up two close games that we should have won and we let it go. My mentality would be thinking as a Redskins fan, like this is the classic trap game scenario where the Giants are looking like they're going to come up and we're going to go into, um, we're going to go, uh, they're going to come into our house and we're going to, and we're going to shock them um, by playing at home. So I just tried to look at it unbiasedly from a NFC East perspective. Uh, who knows? I, like, like I said, I would most happily take another L at least to this game, in this little contest we got going, and take the W in real life. The one thing that I hope happens, that I really, really, really hope happens, besides getting a win, is to see Matt Jones truck somebody so hard, because I still talk to Giants fans who bring up Brandon Jacobs running over LeBron Landry like five years ago. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't really say nothing to that, because LeBron Landry got trucked. So yeah. I'm just hoping that Matt Jones can return the favor at some point tomorrow night. Uh, I'm going with the Giants. They're going to win by more than three and a half points. Yeah, no, I don't. Let me just say something. I don't, I don't hate on that. I mean, we're, we're, this is an unbiased thing here. We're trying to get the, get the picks right. You know what I no, mean? No, no. But it, in your heart, you want to, you know, in you, my heart, you'll take the L. Exactly. You'll take the L. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, just judging by paper and just judging by how the teams have looked, from a third-party perspective, not from the, the view of a Redskins fan, you would expect the Redskins to win this game. I, I believe as of this moment right here in time, the Redskins are the better team. They're Absolutely. playing better football. What I'm thinking of it as is the trap game where the better team, even though they're better, 
doesn't win the game. They get out schemed. They're they're a little behind. They're not as prepared as the team they're playing against. Exactly. Which is what I was saying. If they show up, they win this game. You take the points. But it's a mental thing. It's more so. It's going to be a mental battle to see if they can battle the hungry <laughs> New York Giants. Yeah. And we'll see. We'll see who's got what. I mean, you're going to see the best out of both. That's we'll what see. I believe. That's what I hope to see. I hope to see a good tomorrow. game, man. That's. I, I think I, we're going to get that. Man. I, I hate think, I Thursday games. I hate Thursday games with a passion. Last Thursday, we got a really good game. Um, well, it turned into a really good game. It was a really boring game in the first half and turned into a really good game. So I'm just hoping we get a good game tomorrow. Moving on to Sunday. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, the 0-2 Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Jets, uh, also in New York, minus 2.5 Jets. So this was a game that I don't know if it's because I want my super or you know my, my NFC East winning uh, prediction to come true, um, or if it's that I'm looking at it as another trap game or so, um, but I really, really wanted to go with the Eagles, but I'm not. I'm going with the Jets, <laughs> because <laughs> those two factors at the beginning said, pick the Eagles, pick the Eagles, pick the Eagles, and something about that just seems funny to me. Um, I think the Jets are playing good defense against a team that just can't... They, they, their offense just looks so disjointed. They're asking Sam Bradford to throw the ball 50 times a game. He threw it 50 times against Atlanta. I think he threw it damn near 40 um, last week. And they can't get their running game started whatsoever. And they're trying to be something that right now they're just not. Um, whereas on the flip side of the ball, I don't know if we had an idea of what New York... Uh, what their identity was going to be, but damned if they're not playing some R.I. football right now. So while initially I was going to pick Philadelphia, I'm going with the New York Jets, minus two and a half. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, enough said. Uh, Todd Bowles versus Chip Kelly. Uh, Bowles is not going to get outcoached by Chip Kelly in his college ways. <laughs> it's like showing itself now. <laughs> I'm falling in line. Philly is going to get worked. Um, maybe if not worked, at least cover the spread. I'm going with the Jets as well. We're both going with the Jets. And let's not forget Todd Bowles, former Washington Redskin. Just... <laughs> Go Todd Bowles. Anyways, okay, moving on to the next game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Houston Texans. Houston minus six and a half. Keep in mind that right now Arian Foster is supposed to be looking pretty good. Not necessarily, probably not going to play. And DeAndre Hopkins suffered some form of concussion. I don't know if it was um, at the end of the game on Sunday or if he did. He got into practice on Monday or Tuesday. But uh, put me down for the Texans. So are you, the Buccaneers. Are you thinking that New Orleans Absolutely. was that bad? No, it's a division game. I think they know each other well. Um, you know, playing Houston, that's a totally different team. I mean, yeah, you're thinking about Arian Foster, you're thinking about Ryan Mallett. I'm thinking more so like J.J. Watt. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be one of those defensive things where Winston's going to get worked. Uh, that's That's a definite possibility of them you know, winning a game or, or, you know, reason for them to win a game. Sure, sure. Um, 
I don't know if it's because of my lack of a performance last week. But I feel as if when I was looking over these lines, I decided to end up going with the team that I initially did not want to take. So in this game as well, I thought, we're going to take Tampa, because that's a lot of points for a banged-up Houston team. Um, and when I say banged-up, I'm really just talking about Arian Foster and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but because we're going to try to flip everything on its head, I'm also going to go with Houston. Um, even though I need to catch up on points, but we'll, f we'll find some other games where I can make that happen. So we're both going with Houston, minus six and a half points at home to beat Tampa. Yeah, it's time for them to rally, like I said, and they're still going to win the division. I don't know what everybody's, where you can be <laughs> like, what are they, 0-2 along with the Colts? Yeah. And the yeah. Titans? Titans are 1-1. No, the Titans are 1-1. Titans are 1-1. The Jags are 1-1. Yeah, the division's wide open still. Wide open, so... <laughs> Anybody's game. I, I bring an Arian Foster back to that could totally shift I still, everything. I still believe in the Colts, but we'll talk about them when we get to their game. Right okay. now, we're moving to the South, the NFC South. New Orleans at the Carolina Panthers. Carolina minus three. Ooh, what a mess in New Orleans it is right now. What a mess in New Orleans. Their defense looks like shit. Drew Brees has a bruised rotator cuff. I think. Everyone in the world, every analyst, every reporter that doesn't know that much about medicine was asking the same question is, I didn't know you could bruise a rotator cuff. <laughs> Thought you could tear it. Maybe he's or, just he's just getting tired. <laughs> oh, man. I, I could see that. Drew Brees is old. I mean, let's face it. It's so tough when you see the people who were so good start to break down. And uh, if this is us watching Drew Brees breakdown what a what a sad season it's going to turn out to be um i'm not the biggest drew Brees fan but man he was a really good quarterback for a very long time that being said i think carolina stomps them <laughs> maybe it doesn't stomp them but i think they're going to win i think they're going to cover the three um for new orleans i'm picking the panthers breeze is playing uh, who knows? Um, it's still up in the air. It's still up in the air. I, I think they're leaning. I, I, I believe it's a true 50-50. I don't know if he's going to play or not. Well, that's a big 50-50. <laughs> I say if Breeze plays, which I think he will, um, I'm taking the Saints. Okay, you were taking the Saints. This is where I'm going to make up my points. There you go. All right. Moving up north, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Minus one. At the St. Louis Rams. I'm going to say the Rams pull it off here. I'm going to say they slow down Pittsburgh's offense. And I'm going to say that, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's defense allows the Rams some sort of offensive, you know, whatever they whatever they put up the week one, whatever magic Nick Foles had, it'll, I could see that happening on a Pittsburgh Steelers defense. So... You kind of took the words out of my mouth. Uh, I feel that St. Louis's defense is going to contain Pittsburgh's offense enough, especially after last week. They're going to be really pissed off if they lost to the Redskins. Um, mm -hmm. I think they, their defense contains them enough that their offense can put up enough points on a sorry Pittsburgh D um, to eke out a win. Um, I think, yeah, I think St. Louis wins this game. Um, so we're both going with St. Louis. Okay. 
San Diego Chargers at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings minus two and a half. Wow, I have no idea what to think about this Vikings team. I have no idea. <laughs> because they looked um, pretty good against San Francisco in week one. Uh, their defense looked uh, like they could like they could hold somebody, and then they lost to the Niners, who got worked by the Steelers. And then last week, when I picked the Lions, they uh, they handled them pretty easily. Um, I don't think any game of football is you know super simple, but they didn't look like they were in any sort of actual trouble. It felt like over the course of that game. Uh, so I, I, I don't have this team figured out whatsoever. I think if Adrian Peterson can get started, uh, they have a good shot at winning games, which is what happened last week and what did not happen in week one. Uh, talked this whole time about them. I'm picking the Chargers. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I hate to do it because Phillip Rivers is my freaking gun in my fan, on my fantasy team. But, um... You know, they gave up a lot of yards to uh, Giovanni Bernard last week, and I think Adrian Peterson eats that up easily at home. I'll take him minus two and a half. I think Danny Woodhead has a really good game this week. And for some reason, last week, uh, Phillip Rivers and Keenan Allen just couldn't connect. And we saw that a lot last year, where they just couldn't get on the same page. Um, but when they do, it's a thing of beauty, um, and I think that's I, I think that's going to show up again this week. I think uh, your gun will will produce, and I think they're going to uh, I think they're going to win. So I'm picking either way. Go. You're going Minnesota. I, I, I can take an L. I'll take an L <laughs> for that. <laughs> you do have some room to spare. So, the next game is the Atlanta Falcons at the Dallas Cowboys in the house that Jerry built. Atlanta minus one and a half. Uh, We're going to go ahead and jump on the Atlanta bandwagon. Do the dirty bird. Do the dirty bird. (laughs) That'll uh, pretty much, if if, uh, I can get two out of the picks I've done so far right, I mean, you can see the Redskins on the top of the division. I'm just saying. Why do I'm just you, saying. Why do you think this line is uh, a point and a half? Because it started at um. Well, Start, first obviously started as injuries. It started as a pick. Right? I, yeah, with the injuries. If it wasn't the if it wasn't for the injuries, that that would definitely without the injuries. Dallas. If Romo was playing and Dez was not right, so let's say week one happened, week two did not. Romo's playing, Dez did. Does isn't? You think Dallas would still be favored in this game? I believe so. I believe if Romo was playing, Dallas would at least get their three. Oh, I don't even think that. I think I think it'd be like minus two Dallas if Romo was playing, and that's two, okay, really that's just fair. because they're playing in Dallas. That's fair, but, but also it, if he was playing, it might lean towards three because of you know. I wouldn't be mad at three. I'd say uh, you know that would that would be completely understandable, but the loss of Romo. To then move to Brandon Whedon, that isn't worth. That's that's only worth four and a half points, less than a touchdown. Oh man, this was one of the funny ones. I expected uh, I expected Atlanta to be favored by more than a point and a half. I thought it would swing. 
a full a full touchdown. So I was expecting Atlanta to be, you know, minus minus four or so, maybe minus five. I, I I'm I, I'm not angry at it. I'm picking Atlanta. So thanks for the extra points. But yeah, I'm just very confused as to why this line is so low. Or what I perceive as very low. Yeah, I mean, and the public is leaning towards Atlanta, so sometimes the public is right. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, they are literally uh, a, a Brandon Whedon arm injury away from playing Matt Castle in this game. Oh, man. Okay, so now we get to talk about them. The Indianapolis Colts, minus three and a half at the Tennessee Titans. I'm not going to give up on Andrew Luck, even though it seems Chuck Pagano has. <laughs> Chuck Pagano has <laughs> had to go back, go back on and, and make sure it was clear that he was not. <laughs> oh my that was God. funny. He's given up on that team. He's a dead man walking, and he doesn't give a fuck. Can't, I just can't see Indianapolis losing three games in a row. Um, I, I know that they don't look how we all thought they would look, but I just can't see them being 0-3. And because of that reason and that reason alone, um, I'm, I'm going to pick the Colts here. They have to win this game. They have to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm leaning the other way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not just Andrew Luck. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If you take the win, take the win. Andrew Luck, you show up, great. But if that team showed up from the past two games, and everybody says, okay, they played a a great defense the first two weeks. I mean, it's like... Well, what everyone's saying is that the toughest part of their schedule was the first two games of the year. So take that for what you will. The schedule gets easier for the Colts. The Colts play the Patriots. The Patriots are going to whoop their ass. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. Like At some point this year, they're going to meet the Patriots because they've already played the Bills. They've already played the yes. uh, Jets. But if we look so at their they, schedule, just real quick. So they played the Bills and the Jets their first two games. Um, now it's at Tennessee, at home against Jacksonville, at Houston, um, at home against New England, which is, like you said, going to be a tough game. At that's, home, a loss, that's a loss-loss. At okay, home okay. against the Saints, loss. away at Carolina, um, at home against the Broncos. Loss-loss. At Atlanta, and that we're at Thanksgiving. So they might they might beat Atlanta. <laughs> they they might they totally might. And you know what? I I don't think that it gets significantly easier. But based on the two teams that they've played, and this is in hindsight now, they shouldn't face a defense as tough as those first two teams. Until I mean, you can kind of quasi say the Texans are an okay defense, and you can kind of quasi say the Panthers are an okay defense. But really, they don't see a good defense until November 8th when Denver comes to town. So there is credence to people saying that it does get easier, at least. I don't know. I mean, I think the Todd Bowles defense is pretty impressive. Everybody's saying the Bills defense is great, but I don't know, man. People sleeping on the Panthers defense. Well, it is tough, though, when they lost Luke Keekley. He's a good. He's a good. Really, he's a really good linebacker. I'm sorry. When did they lose Luke Keekley? After week one. 
Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, well, I guess I should drop them then. <laughs> no, they have, they have a pretty good schedule. They have an okay schedule for the next like two, three weeks. So is that is that why they finally allowed a touchdown last week? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why it didn't make sense. I was like, why are they playing mediocre? No. Okay. All, All right, right. So, so I'm going with the Colts because I don't think they can lose. You're going with Tennessee because you can't see how the Colts win. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. That answers the question. <laughs> Oakland Raiders, who I think it's hilarious, just FYI. I know this is bearing a little off topic, but of all teams, it had to be them. The Raiders said, you know what, NFL, we're not <laughs> painting our 50-yard line gold, so in your face because we're the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> They're the only team in the NFL to not paint the 50-yard line or the 50-yard number. Uh, and this this has made an issue throughout the NFL, is that what you're saying? Apparently, because they're the only ones who won't conform to what the NFL is asking. I think it's hilarious. I also think it's hilarious that they're going to be playing in L.A. within the next two years, but whatever. All right, the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland, for now, Raiders at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland minus three and a half. <laughs> you got the now the now and Raiders and the frowns. Okay, so <laughs> let's see. We'll take the dog pound here. Uh yeah. I like uh I still believe in their offensive line. I believe in the running game. I think it's slowly, you know, getting up there or whatever. And uh they got Johnny Football. Who's not starting? He's not? No. Why does Cleveland hate Jenny, Johnny Manziel as much as the Apparently, the public does. So, uh, Josh McCown's going to be playing. Yes. Yes, he is. He is. Uh, you can make the case that you shouldn't lose your starting job to injury, which is what happened to McCown, but... So, it'd be bad to pick up Travis Benjamin right now. I'm not a big Travis Benjamin fan. I'd yeah, want to see yeah, more that's... before. I mean, like, you know, if you're if you're dropping someone who is never going to see the field for your team anyways, then you might as well take a flyer. But if you're dropping someone who you think can contribute, I would not drop them for Travis Benjamin. That's just personal taste. Yeah, we'll go with Cleveland here. Do you know that Oakland is the only team in the NFL to, one, not paint their 50-yard line, but two, not generate a sack all season long yet? They're the only team in the NFL. They're the only right? team in the NFL that hasn't gotten one sack this year. I think that changes this weekend. I think McGowan looks very ordinary like he normally does. And <laughs> I uh, I see the Raiders winning. I totally see the Raiders winning. So I will take the Raiders and give me the points while I'm at it. All right. Like <laughs> Just note, Mark, these might be one of those games that's just like, Damn it, Cleveland wins by seven or something stupid like that. <laughs> Cleveland wins by four. <laughs> 24 <laughs> to 20, Cleveland. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I could have seen that happening. <laughs> or you <can laughs> you're see right. Either, either one, one, one's got to give. Either Oakland's defense is going to break through and dominate Cleveland or Cleveland's O-line is going to finally come through and show up and yep. dominate Oakland. So I just think this game Cleveland will be one in the part. trenches. Yeah. All right. To our first monster line of the week. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. New England minus 13 and a half. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think 
Jacksonville's gotten better. I think they are beginning to resemble a professional football team. I don't think the New England defense is that great, but I do think that they are a much better football team than the Jacksonville Jaguars. 13 and a half points. I don't care. <laughs> New England's going to win and they're going to stop. <laughs> At home. Yeah, in Boston. They're going to do it. You, you, you took the words right out of my mouth, but you, <laughs> you went the wrong way. <laughs> I, I think Jacksonville is much better than, you know, what, like you said, most people see. And uh, I'm, I'm taking the Jaguars to cover. I don't think they win. But I think they cover. I mean, there's, they a lot, there's a lot of wiggle thir- room there. <laughs> Thirteen and a half. Yeah, it, you can you could totally see a you know a fourteen point lead uh, with like two minutes to go, and Blake Bortles just uh, I'm sorry, not fourteen point lead, a twenty one point uh, a twenty point lead. <laughs> yeah, a twenty point lead. I'm sorry, twenty. You can see a twenty point lead. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, Tom Brady is two minutes to go in the game. And I mean, seriously, uh, not even two minutes, let's say a minute. Give Blake Bortles some credit here. And he steps up in there, like in the pocket, gets his little garbage touchdown. And there goes that. that I, uh, I also could you see. You could see that. You, I you also could really see but that. But at the same time, I could also see the Patriots being up by 20 with like two minutes left. And. They have the ball at like their own twenty, and Bill Belichick says, "Fuck it, let's score again." <laughs> yeah, you can see that as well. There's no denying that. Well, that of course you're you're already covered at twenty, so why even score again? Just hold the ball. And... Well, I do half the things Bill Belichick does, but it works. <laughs> it works. All right, AFC North battle. This is a game that we had talked about extensively during our NFL season preview. And this is the first taste we get of it. Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens minus two and a half. Huh. The 0-2 Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with the Ravens. Here. It's a division game. that the, the Ravens own the Bengals, don't they? I mean, come on. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cincinnati is good, but it's a division game. You can see this being a close game and Baltimore, you know, winning by like a touchdown or something at the end. Close game, like tie game the whole way, and then somebody just breaks out for a touchdown. I mean, you can easily see that happening. The Ravens lead the regular season series 20-16. to 16. They split last year. Okay. With the Ravens winning at home. Yeah, we're going to go with the Ravens. Take the points. I mean, not take the points, we'll give up the points. I am going with the orange and black. I think Cincinnati continues um, along their winning ways, and I think the um, the Baltimore defense is missing Terrell Suggs. I think both as a, a playmaker and as a leader on that defense, um, I just don't see them keeping up with the Bengals over the course of four quarters. Give me the Bengals. Okay. All right. The San Francisco, another division game here. The San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona minus six and a half. As much as 
I don't want to buy into the hype of Carson Palmer, the rejuvenated Carson Palmer, and the amazing Bruce Arians passing attack here. I don't see San Francisco being the one stopping them. Um, I, I think that that crowd in Arizona really gets behind that team. And I think after last week's performance, they're going to really get behind this team. I think it's going to affect the players. And the Cardinals will win by at least a touchdown. So I'm taking Arizona. Yeah, um, San Francisco. <laughs> I, I just, there, I just said it. San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco is what we're going to go with. I think it's going to be another, again, division. There's a lot of division games this week. A lot of these games, I feel they're going to be close. Um, this this is another one included. I think uh, San Francisco covers that spread. If not, pulls off a miracle victory. Okay. Chicago at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks minus 14 and a half. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah, lock alert. Lock alert. <laughs> 14 and a half is huge. I mean, that is just ridiculous. I, I already told you this is my lock of the week, taking the Seahawks to cover that <laughs> 14 and a half against Jimmy Clausen and the Fearless Bears. <laughs> okay. Okay. 14 and a half is a lot of points until you realize that you're right. They're playing Jimmy <laughs> Clausen. They're playing a banged up Alshon Jeffrey. At so, Seattle. Really, they're only playing... Well, really, I was going to get you get. They're really only playing Matt Forte in the first game in Seattle this year. And if you don't think that that crowd is going to while out for an 0-2 team who feeds off that crowd, the, the, the whole 12th man thing, um, and Chicago's defense is bad, what better way to get back into, you know, get, get your mojo back than to uh, play Chicago at home? Yeah, give me Seattle with the fourteen and a half points. <laughs> well, you know, so, so you've gone, you've gone both on the side of the, uh, the the big numbers, the heavy, heavy favorites. Yeah, I'm going with both of them. Actually, if you count Arizona in that, um, that's three out of three that I'm going yeah. with. All right, um, that was easy. Next game, another. <laughs> uh, it must be divisional weekend because. Buffalo is at Miami, Miami minus three. I really believed in the Bills' defense after week one, and last week I said that they were going to run, 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 run all over New England, and that their defense was going to be able to stop them enough, and I was wrong. Um, I don't really like what they uh, what they did. I thought, well, going back to your point, I thought LeSean McCoy was going to play, which he did not last week. Um, Carlos Williams took over the running back duties. But um, this week, I'm going to go with pretty much the same thing I said last week, um, <laughs> although I actually think it actually works out for me this time. I'm going with Buffalo. I think their defense stops um, enough of what Miami's trying to do, and I think they run, run, run. And they... Uh, I think they win, but I think they're at least going to cover. So give me Buffalo. Give me the three points. This is another division game, but these are one of those division games where, okay, you know, you, you win week one and you're, you're jumping for joy and you're getting all excited. And then week two, you get brought 
back down to earth because you play Tom Brady and such. And then now you're up against another division rival who's been in the mix already. I mean, yeah, Rex Ryan's been in the mix. I think the biggest difference is a totally different team. So uh, I'm taking Miami. So moving on to Sunday night, the Denver Broncos at the Detroit Lions, Denver minus three. Um, we're going to take Detroit at home with the points. I'm going to go with Denver. I think they're still going to be riding that emotional high the Thursday night game a week ago. And I just, I'm so, I'm so down on Detroit right now that uh, I, I'm going to ride with Peyton for this week and see what he does. So I'm going Denver. You're going Detroit. And the final game of the week, the Kansas City Chiefs at the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay minus seven. This one's a funny one because I really, really believe in the Chiefs. Um, but I don't see them covering this spread. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers has a great game here. And I do think Eddie Lacy plays, which contributes to why I'm picking the Packers minus seven at home. Uh, yeah, we're going to take the Chiefs. Take the Chiefs with the points. Packers win. Again, close game. Take the Chiefs. All right. And Chiefs should be 2-0 and right now. Should they should they? be. They, they should, should be. be, yeah. Your lock of the week <laughs> is the Seattle Seahawks pummeling the Chicago Bears in Seattle by more than 14.5 points. I am going to stick with my tried-and-true Atlanta Falcons just because I don't understand why that line is only one and a half. So I'm going with the Falcons against the Cowboys in Dallas as my lock of the week. And we did differ enough on here that hopefully I can make up some ground and maybe pull back within a victory or two and get this thing interesting again. All right, we'll see what happens. All right, as always, we will... Review this next week and keep on keeping on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right.